Did you ever like have any fear going into relationships knowing that from your experience, your parents' relationship from what you perceive wasn't like everyone else's parents, quote unquote. Yeah. And I'm just asking because I relate to that kind of fear of like, ah, I never had a good model of this. Yeah. Something that I would want. Mm-hmm. I never had fear. I just, I always thought that that was every marriage. Mm. I knew that not everyone's mom was an alcoholic. And my, you know, dads were always, actually, I, I always grew up thinking like the moms are supposed to stay at home because that's like Mexican culture, you know, mm. like moms always stay at home with the kids, cook, clean, do everything. The guys go to work. And that's just how I grew up. That's all of my family members. That's how it goes. And my past relationships were really like not good. I was mm. only in one really long relationship that was awful, like physical, verbal abuse. Mm. And then I broke that off. And then the next one, I we kind of just dated and we're having fun, but he never really wanted to settle. And I assumed he just didn't like me. So that kind of broke my heart. But then I met AJ and we were just friends. And it never, I, like I never expected it to be a thing, even though I knew this is the guy I want to be with. I just never thought like, oh, but I, I never dissected the relationship. I just let mm-hmm. it be. And I think that's why it worked so well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you have the person, that's the one you never like show your friends the text. You never like oh, ask for that was it. a <laughs> double, you know, ever ask for advice. Mm-hmm. You like are just like moving forward. It's right. like you're just mm. doing and it's such a relief, you know, because before you're like, Did I, is this right? Is, is this okay? So he hasn't called, you know, there's that. Yeah, we never questioned it. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that there would be like a week where he wouldn't text me back or like I wouldn't text back because I was playing that like, <laughs> oh, but it wasn't like I was trying to play games. I was just like busy trying to, you know, figure my my stuff out because I was going through like this disordered eating phase and I didn't want to share that. But I also felt comfortable enough saying like, yeah, right now I'm just going through a weird phase, but not really touching on the subject. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, I just let it be. And yeah. I did not share that relationship with anyone. Because it's so precious to yeah. you. Yeah. Do you think that the alcoholism like led into the disordered eating or, or do you think there's a relationship there? Yeah. Digging deep. Like I had to dig deep yeah. and like figure out what stemmed that weird relationship with food uh, for me. And it was me trying to control something because I couldn't control my parents. I couldn't control the truth that I was being told or things like that. If that makes any sense. Yes, of course. Definitely. I, I, I really do. I don't blame my mom for it or my dad, but I definitely feel like it stemmed from that. Me not being able to communicate my feelings with someone. Mm, yeah, for sure. And when did the disordered eating start? It started around 22, mm. 21, 22. I noticed me getting gaining weight. And I, like, I'd always AKA been... the worst thing in the world. I, when I'd always been... In your 20s, you're like, ugh. Yeah, I did you, like, sorry to inter- interrupt. No, you're like, fine. Did you notice or did, like, because I'm... I'm thinking back to that time in college and there's like so much going Mm -hmm. on and sometimes it's like a moment of either comparison or someone says something. So I'm just curious if it was like just you. Mm. So I never had a butt before. And then all of a sudden my friend's like, wow, you're gaining some weight. Like you have a butt now. You look great. It wasn't like a, right? Yeah. oh my gosh, you're gaining weight. It was like a solid like, 
girl, cool. you look good. Mm-hmm. You know, like your hips are coming in mm-hmm. and you look like, you're starting to look like a woman. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like a straight, you know, like no waist, no butt, hardly any boobs. Um, as I'm fixing my bra because <laughs> my know. boobs are halfway out. <laughs> <laughs> but look like, at me now. <laughs> yeah, right? The red's the breastfeeding. But <laughs> I I felt like, wow, I, I am gaining weight. My body is looking different. I just assumed that my body from high school was going to, you know, be the same as my 20-year-old body and my 30-year-old body. But it's not. And since my mom started drinking at this stage of my life where I was developing and growing up into like a woman, I never had anyone telling me like, these are the things that are going to happen to your body. These are the changes. I just went off by what my friends and I were talking about during that 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 time. But yeah, it was a strange time because I just didn't know. So I started getting on diets and starting to like figure out like, oh, which yeah, which diet am I going to go to next? It was that sort of thing. Were you in LA or where were you? No, I was in Orange County. Orange County, okay. Yeah, the whole time. But I did work at Barney's from when I was 18 to 23. Oh, fashion world. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So it was very much like trying on tons of really nice clothes that we only had zeros, twos, fours, and six out. So you couldn't be any bigger. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, is that still happening at Barney's? Barney's went out of business. Oh, it did? Yeah. Just recently, last Whoa. year. And then, so I guess, so with disordered eating, it's so like different, I think, for a lot of people, the way that they experience it, the way that, that it manifests. What And for me, mine was so complicated and there were so many different like iterations of it, but mine would be like only eating a certain thing um, because other things were bad, eating this now and then not allowing myself to eat something else later or binging and then restriction. And then there was like a lot of labeling of foods and a lot of fear and anxiety around food. What would your like what were the experiences that you had with your disordered eating? That was actually what I went through. So at first it was dieting. So eating lots of like literally half of bag of a granola with yogurt and fruit. And that was my breakfast. And I didn't know, you know, like, hey, it's just like a little bit of granola with like, or, you know, Mm -hmm. I was just kind of going to town on every food, not because it was quote unquote good or bad, but because I, I was on this weird diet. I wasn't looking at ingredients. I was just kind of, oh, granola's good. Oh, this oatmeal cookie's good because it's made from oats or like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like eating, overly eating. And then after after that happened, my one of my aunts introduced me to Dr. Paracone, which was like an anti-inflammatory diet that he talks about. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll just eat salad and salmon and oatmeal and egg whites in the morning and classic. Right? It's a classic the one. Classic one. <laughs> the classic one. <laughs> I went stalks of asparagus and salmon for dinner. Exactly. Oh, asparagus. Asparagus. <laughs> Lunch is a salad. Not to make with it a, a joke, but it's like so crazy that is it, that is LOL. That was a, a time. Oh, no carbs. No carbs. No fats. No fats. No mm. nothing. And I was do just it every like, day for the rest of your life. It's like, okay. Like, and you're like, how can I miserable? What the fuck? You guys, I literally did that for like four months. And I went from like 150 to like 
110. Wow. I'm Jesus. not kidding. How did, uh, yeah. I was like, how did you have the willpower? It's like, <laughs> it's like not the, well, that's not the, not the willpower, but it's like, I forget when you're disordered. Oh yeah. When you mm, look at yourself and else. think, yeah. I have this huge body when you really like, you don't, and your body is changing into like becoming a woman, you know? Yes. I just wish I had more like women in my life to tell me, you know, yes. this is healthy. Right. This yes. is good. Do you want a family later on in life? Because that matters. Mm-hmm. Like carrying a little bit of weight, you know, here and there and having hips and it's just your body. It's natural. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.